Happy belated uh, Lunar New Year. It's a year to the tiger. Uh, although it doesn't feel like a new year already. Uh, it just feels like any other year. Um, what am I just reading now? That uh, Harbaugh is leaving. He's going to take the job. If his, you know, That's just coming through now in the Twitter world. As we're recording this 10.23 p.m. Eastern, February 1st. Um, honestly, they're like NFL coaching carousel, you know, all that stuff. I, I, I just go like, whatever. And if Harbaugh wants to go, because I'm sick of hearing it at this point. If he wants to go, go. I don't care. Good riddance, go. Because I'm telling you, I'm not bitter. Harbaugh's a great coach. A great coaching coach. But he's not a winner. Tell me where he has ever won something significant. Harbaugh never won anywhere. And he was building, he finally had his identity, blah, 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 everything down. Now he's walking away. I think it's sad. And, you know, I think he's just going to be a good coach wherever he goes, if it's the Minnesota Vikings or something. You know what? And then I don't know why I would take the Minnesota opportunity, but although there are a lot of good people there, um, good parts of San Francisco 49ers and Stanford, you know, Harvard is very familiar with. You know, I if I wanted him to go to the NFL, it would be it would have been nice if he went to like fucking Jacksonville Jaguars, but Jaguars have the executive he absolutely hates, and the reason that he left the 49ers to begin with, you know, that would have worked. But I don't understand why he's going over. I don't know if he's just taking cash, but why does he need more money? But I, I'm not going to dwell on it until it's a done deal. Even if it's a done deal, then it's a done deal. What am I going to do? Michigan will start again. And then, uh, you know, it was a great one season. But it's like it's like that thing they always do. You know, one year they're really fucking great in a decade. And that's about it. And then they got to find the next head coach or whomever and go from there. But then I think the Michigan brand... Is good enough that, you know, they'll find the head coach. And I don't want Matt Real out of fucking Carolinas. I don't want that motherfucker. Um, anyways, I digress here. Uh, main thing I wanted to cover today for two, three of you listening out there is uh, what's been happening, you know, with Joe Rogan and all those people. Now, if you don't know, you probably know or whatever. Uh, Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, Neil Young really kicked off this thing where they wanted to get their audio library basically off of Spotify, given their dissatisfaction with Joe Rogan and his podcast. Uh, just spreading uh, COVID-19 vaccine and virus misinformation, or so they say. Uh, Joe Rogan, in response, posted a video saying, hey, he wants to bring fair, like, balanced views, blah, blah, blah. Spotify really gave a non-answer answer. You know, their stock was tanking. Um, I must say I'm a I'm I'm a little frustrated. I never understood Joe Rogan. <laughs> I think what he said in there in his video piece on Instagram is absolutely right. His show is about having conversations. His show is just having interesting people talk shit, shoot the breeze for hours, right? That's the freedom that we 
love and then the authenticity that we appreciate. Where I completely go off the rails on is I, especially the last three years, he's been really like guess by guess based as to how his tune changes. Like, Tulsi Gabbard comes on one week and he's a total libertarian and then goes like, why was Bernie not elected? Although he's very consistent about that. At the same time, whenever like Bill Maher comes in asking for logic and all that stuff, he gets awfully logical. Then when you get patched, and then you get Sanjay Gupta, and Joe Rogan got mad about CNN in general, but not Dr. Gupta, you know, explaining things calmly about why vaccine is important, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he seems like he's listening. But then he turns around on Instagram the, in the first five minutes. He goes, oh, but I would have been banned if he said something like, you know, clothes masks don't work eight months ago. I would have been banned if I said that, you know, what was the other one he said? And I, I just said, if I get, even if I get a vaccine, I still can't catch COVID as a breakthrough. He would have been banned. No, you wouldn't have been banned. So I don't know where this cockamaniac alternative universe that you just came up with, even as of today, yesterday, where you think eight months ago you would have been banned for pointing out a breakthrough case, which was always a possibility given the efficacy percentage of the vaccines, which is very high, unbelievable, compared to other vaccines. And number two, uh, for like... <laughs> you would have been banned for saying clothing masks may not be good enough. There are some scientific discussions about that, and then everybody was referring back to the CDC guideline because that's what everybody's been deferring to at this point. And, or, yeah, I would have been banned if I said the lab theory. Right. That was, I said this from the very beginning. I said, I wish it were true, but the world ain't so fucking simple. We'll never know the answer for years to come. But I just go, like, why is Joe Rogan continuously justifying uh, utter nonsense like the like the supposed eight months ago that he thought was happening, you know, while, and then say, I'm just balancing these out. That's the danger of false, you know, false equivalency. And... I just, I just, I don't understand why he's sticking to that gun, but, you know, to be honest, I wanted to be just be out with it, and then, you know, and some of you Rogan, Rogan fans are like, oh, but he's been always honest about it, it's the media that's not honest about it, it's the medical doctors that's not honest about it, and I just go like, you know, if it gets to a point where just because you sound like you're reasonable and sort of smart or smart sounding people seem to go with you and you cannot tell the difference between the bullshit and a real smart and the science and the proof i'm sorry uh, he just adding to that dumb sense of fucking empowerment and is it a media's fault that it didn't enable it uh to an extent yes is it the listener's fault for listening? That's the charm of it. But I think we're at a point now. I think I listened more of Joe Rogan when he was really, truly just having conversations. You know, five, six years ago even. 
Last two, three years, I'm just like, I don't know, man. He just, I feel like he just had filling time and then making sure that the listening views are up. So either people hate listening or really like get preachy about him to the next level possible. And therein lies a problem with some people listening and defending if there's they're defending or whatever, justifying. I understand the appeal, and I understand what, you know, all that. That said, I'm like, why do you rely on this guy's word so much? I mean, the evidence I, I can point to is like Dana White, the head of the president of the UFC, or Aaron Rodgers, you know, they're saying, I talked to Joe Rogan about ivermectin. I talked to Joe Rogan about uh, other you know, treatments. Joe Rogan's not a fucking doctor. Oh, but he seems tr- trustworthy and reliable. He's my friend. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, I, I said this about Aaron Rodgers. That Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's so smart. He just sounds smart. Like, just because you're calm and know how to sell shit and look charming on a fucking television or on a YouTube doesn't make you a smarty. I also point to Alex Rodriguez on this. The guy's depth of knowledge outside baseball is fucking thin. It's a fucking joke that he's on fucking Shark Tank like he's a fucking billionaire investor, you know? Yeah, he's such a charmer that he picks up chicks like fucking J-Lo or Madonna or... You know, and Wozniaki from 23andMe. I'm just like, I, I don't understand this fascination of smart sounding people and people take them seriously on the literal value. You know, whether it's like the listeners jumping on it and also the media, but they need a fucking bait. You know, that's one thing I would agree with fucking Joe Rogan and the rest of the world. I think people understand that. That's the disenfranchisement people have with the journalism and everything and whatnot. You know, which causes people like autocrats going, I am the answer. I am the truth. I, I, I just, I, Spotify gave a non-answer answer. And I, if I were Spotify, I feel very confused. In that position, I'll be very conflicted because, you know, on one hand, like on Twitter or something, when they, before they banned Trump and rest of these knuckleheads, uh, my thought was, okay, ban them. These are just brain farts, people just fucking saying in 140 or 280 characters. And I would have been convicted, I would have had that such a conviction. And be like, I don't tolerate terrorist bullshit. Significant or not. This is my private, you know, this is a private platform that happened to be publicly visible for many people. Act like it. And I would have put the foot down. And I'll take whatever criticism, you know, conspiracy theory I get. It's not a right-wing bias, left-wing bias. Like, there were bots that are having field day with Twitter and Facebook because they didn't really regulate, moderate, whatever. And you let autocratic-sounding people go off on it. You let smart-sounding people spew their bullshit and amplify it. 
Spotify, on the other hand, I it's it's more audio, it's auditory, you know. So, I mean, are you gonna have like fucking anti-Semitic podcasts? Fuck no. Are you gonna have conspiracy you know, like non-fun conspiracy theories? Spotify, you know, on there. Probably not, especially if you're accused of, you know, severe things such as the insurrection. Or I'm just like, I also am not against, you know, not having an open conversation like Joe Rogan's having. I don't like how Joe is saying I am balancing. There's no balancing, dude. I would honestly just spit out with it. It's a half and half non-answer. You know what you're fucking doing. And if Spotify says free speech, we stand for this. I, I'm, I'm okay in that regard. It's like Netflix with Dave Chappelle. You know, he's a homophobe. He's a transphobe. I was like, I don't like. I don't think he's afraid. And Ted Sarandos is right on supporting some of those. I you can't if you especially if you don't watch the piece and then people make a snap judgment because if you watch that entire like I'm not gonna talk about that again. So if it's not something that's written in 280 characters or something, just brain farted out, um, and be able to have a civil conversation about it while having disclaimers or whatever, I'll be okay. That's why, like, HBO Max having a disclaimer on the Gone with the Wind, I'm not against it. For example, you had a, you explained the historical conceptual explanation of what the fuck, you know, of that, but you kept the content. But then again, I don't think that's as controversial as, like, just spewing shit in the excuse of balancing guess, whatever that fucking means. You know, for hours a day. I think that's wrong. I think that's more on Joe Rogan to own up to it. I am. I'm I'm actually, like, every time I listen, I go, like, yeah, he challenges some of the quacks. That's great. But I go, but I go like, when political figures come on and stuff, I go, like, I, I wonder. It's just like, are you just putting on an act or something? Is this even a fascinating conversation? But I guess that's the magic of it because no one else does it that way. But I, I I didn't understand when The Rock came out and said, Preach, brother. You know, about the seven and a half minutes of Joe Rogan going off on I love Neil Young, but it's about balancing. And then talking about in the first two minutes about things that he would have been banned or canceled eight months ago, which is absolutely not true. Like, if that first two minutes didn't show you what kind of nonsense he's living in, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, he's living in this weird paranoia, you know, once you get the show guard down, as you can see, you know. Is he the worst of all of them? Like media makes out to be? Fuck no. But holy shit. Like, dude, own it. Own it. That's the one thing I absolutely hate about people. Who give a cop-out answer. You know? Especially when they show their hand of their true colors. Such as Chick-fil-A. 
with their position on same-sex marriage. I wasn't mad that they were against whatever religious quack fucking fried chicken Georgia shit they're doing. I'm not surprised. You're in fucking Georgia selling fried chicken, closing on Sundays, preach the Lord. Fine. The fact that they backed out the way they did, not owning up to it. I'm sorry that we talk politics. This was 10 years ago. I was more mad about Chick-fil-A about that than whatever. Own it. Where is the accountability? Own it. Don't give me this half and half balance. Don't give me this like, oh, this isn't politics. No, fuck that. It's like it's inherently political. It's inherently showing your true colors. People backing away their commitment like that and not being true to themselves yet sell, you know, tell you they're authentic and then it's a genuine conversation pisses me off more than anything because it's a mirage. It's a facade. It's a facade just to satisfy others. It's their version of virtue signaling. That's, that virtue signaling happened before virtue signaling. So I'm going to leave it there. That's my biggest gripe with these people. Not owning up to it. You know? And then make it pretend like, I didn't do anything. I was like, you did. You did. If you own it for once and say, yeah, maybe I would have said that. You know? And admit that you're living in paranoia. Maybe it would be better. Who cares what the mainstream media says at this point? Oh, CNN said this about me. Dude, build a thicker skin at this point. I go like, why does CNN matter? You know? I was a little surprised about that. I, I, I understand why he got mad about CNN. But I go like, none of your fans are like all CNN. You know? And then you're just like, why are you picking fight there? Like, CNN doesn't cause like sponsorship go up and down other than their own advertising avenue. You know what I mean? But anyways, I'm going to leave it there. So thanks for listening. Uh, we'll check back next week where we are. Uh, I'm utterly, utterly sleep deprived, so I got to catch up on that. And then I have a great rest of the week. And then I'll see you next Wednesday.